What is going to become of farming in Washington State? Really frustrating in a moment like now when so many things are going on that really put heavy, dark clouds over the future of farms, family farms, being able to continue here in this state. Of course, we've been talking about water adjudication, and we've talked about a lot of different issues on this program, and of late, we've been talking a lot about this issue about overtime and and requiring time and a half pay for workers um, over 40 hours a week, and you know the, the exemption that, that farming had from that for 60 years, and now the state Supreme Court saying, no, they don't believe that's constitutional. Okay, well, lots of figuring to do there, and we're already hearing from workers who don't necessarily like how that's being figured out. It's not necessarily helping them, maybe the way that some people thought it would be. But most immediately the concern is, and welcome back. This is The Farming Show, by the way. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. Glad to have you with us this Saturday morning. The, the most immediate concern for farms to be able to continue is this idea, and it's related to this decision on, on overtime and time and a half pay, it, but it's the idea that there's a three-year statute of limitations that creates what you know some are calling a look back, where you can look back and someone who wasn't paid time and a half over 40 hours a week well, the, the employer, uh, and in this case, the, the farmer, owes them that money. That makes sense in a case where someone has been deprived wages and when, when an employer has broken the law, but that didn't happen in this case. And we've, we've illustrated pretty clearly with a, a few, a number of different guests, just how unfair that all that concept is when we have a case here of a law changing or an interpretation of a law changing where you have employers who are following the law what the law said to do and now they could be on the hook for millions and and no i believe it's a misnomer when people say well that's millions of dollars that were owed to the workers there was no expectation of that and beyond that the, the wages here because of the overtime exemption were definitely higher um, than they would have been. And, and wages for farm workers, particularly here in Washington State, are as high as anywhere in the country except maybe Hawaii. Joining us right now with uh, some perspective on both sides of this is an HR manager and employee for a dairy out in eastern Washington, Felipe Garcia. Uh, Felipe, welcome to the program. I got to know you a, a while back uh, when a friend introduced us, and, and then I ended up having you on the Real Food, Real People podcast. I saw you um, commenting on this situation uh, in front of the the state Senate Labor Committee hearing uh, recently on this issue. Explain what, what you were trying to get across to the the senators who are looking at this this bill that would kind of close this this loophole for this unfair payback idea. Hey, always a pleasure and thanks for having me. You bet. And yes, uh, you know, I I've been right in the middle. I, I can see the perspective as employer and employee. Um, I've been talking to a lot of my employees uh, in the last couple of weeks, um, and and 
what I was trying to let him know or a point of view is uh, the, the only ones getting affected here is employees. Mm-hmm. Because if at some point uh, overtime ruling goes back for three years, um, we don't know if, if our employer is going to be able to afford that. Mm. So if that happens, you know, the worry that we had before on working less hours, bringing less money home. Now the worry is, well, I'm, I may not ha- have a job tomorrow because if my employer can't afford this, he's going to go bankrupt and, and mm. they're going to push him out of business. So the big picture is when you affect the employer, that goes down the ladder and mm-hmm. that goes straight to the employees. So, now, so em- workers, employees may be thinking, Hey, you know, I could get back pay. You know, they, I wasn't paid time and a half for the last three years. Now I might be, but, uh, but, uh, I wasn't so well, I should be getting a check. Right. But maybe they're saying, well, would that check be worth it if all this other stuff happens? Yeah, absolutely. Once you look back on how many hours you work, and how much you can get paid versus the future, that, that's not going to compensate for you to looking for another job. Uh, the reason I'm saying this is because not just our dairy is it's on this issue, it's our neighbor, and then the next neighbor, and then it's going to be all the region, and then all Washington. Yeah. So that means that all the small dairies are not going to be able to afford this. Well, so and now, and now some of these, the, yeah, and now some of these lawsuits are even going after other farms, not just dairy. So it's like, yeah, right now, if somebody says, "Hey, I don't like that Felipe guy. He hasn't been doing his job, and I want to go work somewhere else," you know, he's not being a good HR guy. I don't think anybody says that for you because I know you are an excellent HR person, um, an excellent manager as well. Uh, but if someone says, "Hey, they want to get a different job," they can go down the road to a different dairy. They have lots of options right now, but. If all those dairies start going out of business or not being able to hire people, then yeah, then you're really out of you luck. Know, let, let's make something clear, you know, because yeah. remember, I'm I hold a position, but I'm an employee as well. Yeah, and and what I noticed from from our employers or owners, they're not against the law. You know, right now they said, hey, it's mandatory; you have to pay overtime. Well, we start paying overtime mm-hmm. and we start doing it. And that's the rule. And we're going to keep moving forward. We're just not going to say no. Uh, but when you do something like this that we're not expecting, just remember, industry, we don't set the price. It's always up and down, but most of the time it's down. Um, so w- if they can afford back, you know, they're just pushing them to close. If they don't close, bigger dairies are going to be able to afford this, but they don't have to reduce their size. So either mm-hmm. way, there's going to be people losing their jobs. So, um, and then again, if with all these lawsuits, uh, only a handful of people get some money, mm. but the only ones getting the bigger benefit, it's, it's not even the state, it's, it's the attorneys. Mm. So most of the people is getting, you know, impressed by, Hey, you make it say, get some money on your hand because you're old for these hours in the past. Right. But what's going to happen in the future? That's the problem. Yeah. And and I'll be honest with you, if this happens and they have to look for another job, I'm worried I'm not going to be able to look in the same industry. Because remember, mm. COVID, we still have these on our shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And COVID, it's it's not a good time for me to to adventure on on another profession. Mm-hmm. You know, my my family, they still need a plate of food on, on the table. <laughs> yeah. And and gosh, you know, it's it's getting really hard. What what are people and saying? What are what are your fellow employees saying about all of this? Are are people talking? 
Uh, he, absolutely. You know, once the overtime ruling, I had a lot of people. I was busy in those first two weeks, and it was hard to manage because, remember, with COVID, you, you have to take precautions. So I, I was only able to get a handful of people a day, right. uh, talk to them. Because when you talk to a person about something like this, you have to make sure they understand. Mm-hmm. And you got to be honest, and you got to tell the truth. Hey, this is what's going on. So mm-hmm. at first, with overtime ruling, uh, people really were asking me, hey, uh, am I going to have a job tomorrow? Because they knew by overtime ruling, mm. there was going to be a lot of hours cut and some employees were going to let go. Mm. So at that point, the decision we took with our employer was, you know what, we just got to b- manage better hours, but we're still going to give some overtime so we can get the job done. Because we got to remember, it's not about money all the time. We have a dairy farm to run. That means we have livestock. So we can just let the cows go hungry because we're yeah. going to cut an hour short from an employee. We can't do that. Yep. So just by doing that as an employer, you know, money-wise, we're affected. Uh, and employee ways, uh, same thing. If we had an extra hour or two to give the employees every day, we had to cut it down, but we still have to complete our job. So we had to meet in the middle. So at least we come for the employees, let them know, hey, nobody's going to be laid off. Um, we're going to cut a few hours here and there, uh, but we got to manage these better. we got to be more productive. And by that, most of the employees were comfortable saying, you know what, at least I don't have to look for a job tomorrow. Yeah. But that was just the start. Yeah. Now, when when we start hearing about the overruling that or the ruling, they may go back retroactive for three years. Yeah. Um. Again, now the same people come back to the office and ask me again, "No, what's going to happen? What is this as good as they as, as it sounds?" Because they just tell them. People only hear or tell them the good things. They don't mm-hmm. say the bad things or what is opposite. And and one of the guys told me, I "Was like, hey, I was contacted by someone saying, hey, you may may entitled to get some money for the past years." How does that work? I was mm. like, hey, you know, it, it's not set yet. But if it happens, then it may change your way of work in the future. Because if we can't afford this, you know, we have to pay. And if we have to pay this and we got a business, you know, we can't survive another year. Mm-hmm. So most likely we're going to be looking for another job. So now people are saying, you know what? I don't think it's worth it. If you ask me as a person, an employee, not as an employer, I'm rather not get that. But I, I want to have a job tomorrow so I can keep providing in the future. So it's it's been it's it's been tough. It's been hard because uh, there's a lot of people just saying, you know what, I do want my money back, or I want this, or I want that. Right. But we're not thinking on tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, are so there are people kind of calling around. Are those the lawyers calling and saying, hey, you know, you should join our lawsuit kind of thing? Is that what's going on? I heard that there was even some advertising and things like that. People talking about it. Yeah, you know, I I don't listen radio very much or watch TV very much, but once in a while I do have social media, and even without looking, you see those ads mm. saying that if if you work in this place, if this and that, mm. that they owe you money, and and that's the thing that is not being set yet. You know, yeah. uh, since day one they did the rolling about overtime. As far as I know, most of our neighbors and people around they start paying from that date forward. Yeah. And until these days, we're paying overtime and mm-hmm. we're actually giving good hours to the employees. But what they're advertising is, is it's already set. You know, they owe you money for this. And even our ruling or um, rules in the past were, were, were exempt from overtime. 
Now, that doesn't mean that we were taking advantage of people is people want to work the extra hours because they know that's an extra income. And I know that because that's how I started working here 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. The only reason I started working in the farming industry or dairy industry is because I was getting a salary or an amount of money a day, but I was able to work on Saturday. So that means extra hours for me. Mm-hmm. And no other place in town was going to tell me, yes, work these extra hours because we're going to pay you more. No, they, they, they would they would say no don't do that because we don't want to pay overtime so absolutely and that was the only reason why i decided <laughs> you know what those are long hours but i'm getting paid for every hour that i work and you know what 13 years ago i didn't have the idea to stay working here but guess what for some reason i don't know what got into me i kind of enjoy it i just i think working <laughs> on the open on the outside people uh, mainly the employers. Uh, they're the reason why I'm still here. And now to this day, I got to thank them because I got a position that I didn't know I was going to have in the past. Yeah. Uh, they gave me the opportunity to to learn, to to try to take classes and get better and walk better than experience. Yeah. Now to this day, you know, I was able to afford a house. It, I mean, it's been working out for me thanks to this place. But now, even if I hold a position, I cut my hours too. So mm-hmm. I can tell there is a difference in my income. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, that that's the least of my problems. And <laughs> now I may yeah. be looking for another job tomorrow. <sighs> that's so, terrible. When and what's so and by the way, we're talking with Felipe Garcia. He's a the HR, the head of HR at a, an eastern Washington dairy farm. Uh, I'm Dylan Honkoop. This is the farming show here on KGMI. And Felipe is sharing with us, you know, the the effects of this overtime ruling and then even beyond that, this pressure that that activists and lawyers have put on, you know, paying back pay for the last three years, kind of this retroactive you know, even though farmers were following the law, they need to pay for something that they weren't required to do in the past because the law has changed now. Uh, it doesn't make sense. It's like paying traffic t- tickets for speeding after the speed limit changed and you had followed what the sign said the whole time, but they changed the sign. You know, we've talked about this analogy many times here on the program. Felipe, do you feel kind of caught in the middle with all of this sometimes and and it's just, I guess it's crazy to me to think that they're, the, the people who are pushing this say that they're trying to help workers, and I think some of them truly are. I'm not so sure about all of them, but whether they're trying to help workers truly or not, this is not really helping anybody from what I can see so far. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm always in the middle, and I have to be in the middle because I have to see both sides, and that's why... Uh, where we're able to get good agreements with employer and employees always. And that's how you get happy people and both sides of the table. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I was looking into a little more information about overtime and agriculture, and I was looking into California, New York, and and um, they applied it on a different way, but they apply overtime on, on agriculture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, what I noticed is that I look on information about them, videos, posts, and stuff on on the things that they affect on that industry. And most of the employees, that's what they were saying, you know, they they were cut on hours. Mm -hmm. So literally, there was less money uh, on their pocket every pay period. And that was a fact. But, you know, uh, the the other thing I I never seen anywhere saying that they went retroactive three years, two years, one year. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, even California understood a little bit more on the farming side saying we understand we can do this right away so they gave in time i think it was like yeah. four years yeah they phased um, it in 
Yeah, so you start on 60 hours. After 60 hours, it becomes overtime. And then with time, we're going to cut down to 50 hours. Until in the lap of four years, you're 40 hours just like everybody else. Right. So even that was more, more understanding because they they look and talk to employers and say, okay, this is our situation. We're a six-day six day operation, you know. We cannot change uh, uh, something like this overnight. It's going to take some time. We got to adapt and, and we got no other yeah. choice. I mean, we want to stay on business. Like I said, if this is a rule, this is a, a new law that we need to follow, we're going to follow it no matter what. We're going to whine, of course, because it's not easy. <laughs> But yeah. we're still gonna follow it, you yeah. know. Yeah, like you sure. said, a speed limit. You know, if I'm in, <laughs> if I'm in a hurry, I'm gonna go five miles over. But if I get pulled over, <laughs> I'm gonna whine. But I'm still gonna pay that ticket. Right. Otherwise, there's consequences. But if they change so, the speed limit, then they can't say, "Oh, and three years ago you went over the new speed limit, and so you now you need to pay for that time three years ago." That that part is the part that's crazy. It doesn't make sense, you yeah. know. And and again, it's not our decision, you know. It, it yeah. was if we've been like this for sixty years. Believe me, I didn't say, "Hey, go ahead and do this." Right. And and overlook. Don't overlook for sixty years. If they said five years ago, three years ago, one year ago, this is it's going to be. Yeah. Well, this is going to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see a, a benefit of this other than, you know, some people getting rich. And, and by that, I'm not talking about employees. Uh, and, and you know who that is. It's, yeah. it's just attorneys getting all the money. Yeah, uh, sure. And I don't think it's fair. Uh, uh, honestly, I don't think it's fair. Felipe Garcia, uh, head of HR at a dairy farm in eastern Washington. Thank you for chatting with us. Keep up the good work. Um, have a lot of respect for what you do because I know you, you carry a lot and you do a lot uh, on the farm there as well as with the employees and between the employer. Um, thanks for opening up and sharing with us and, and being involved in this issue. Um, and let's keep hoping that uh, our legislators see the uh, inherent unfairness here and do the right thing and address this specific issue. Felipe, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. No, thank you. Thanks for having me and, and thanks for letting me um, express myself.